What are you drinking right. there? Montauk. You ever had a Montauk before? I don't think so. I don't recognize it's that. A, it's a Montauk brewery yeah, out in uh, the Hamptons, but like all the way at the end there in Montauk. Yeah, I know where Montauk. I've heard of that, but I didn't know. I went to the brewery. My okay. dad's a huge fan. They got like all these different types. This is their summer ale, which is actually pretty good. It's nice and light, so it's nice when the yeah. weather gets nice out here. That's why I like summer stuff, dude, because yeah, it's light. it's nice. It's got like a nice taste, but it's not like super fruity. It still tastes like a beer, but it tastes like more like a light beer. Almost not not too I'm kind of not too different from a Sam Adams type of beer that you might expect. This one they also have a really good IPA like that it. feels pretty light too. I'm a big fan of these Montauk beers. They're not a sponsor, but they could I, be. Uh, I I hear that. This time of year, I'm I'm looking for lighter stuff. When the weather Especially gets nice, dude. I mean, not that it's I've, I do live in LA, but yo, call, when it's nice, call me a pussy if you want. But when I'm on the beach. There's nothing better. There's nothing light. better than like a Corona or a Dos Equis. Dude, give me a Dos Equis on the beach, bro. I'm chilling. I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, All right, folks. That was a little. Do. That was a little beer talk shop before uh, another episode of Lock It In here. This is a YouTube short. You've got JD with Uncle Tav on the mic. That's right. One, two. Uh, these are going to be playoff previews for all of the series in round one of the NBA playoff where we're going to go ahead and uh, bring you keys to the series, X factors and MVPs. Uh, But first introductions for Milwaukee and Detroit. Welcome back to Milwaukee. who lost a tough seven game series last year when a cardboard cutout was their coach. Welcome back to the Detroit Pistons, a team that just recently loves to flirt with the eighth seed and make a real statement in four playoff games. So I hope they enjoy these four. For me, this my key to this series is that this was just a terrible matchup for Milwaukee. They like Milwaukee allows, I mean for Detroit, Milwaukee allows the least points per game in the paint of any team. And the one advantage that Detroit could potentially have over a team is they have Blake Griffin, who could be, who needs to be the best player on the floor, but there's no way he's going to outplay Giannis. No, and I, I, I think Brooke Lopez really kind of, he's going to be a pivotal figure in this series too, because he's really going to be in there guarding Drummond. And it's weird because you wouldn't think of that as necessarily a plus matchup for Milwaukee, but it actually could be in this series. He's going to have the size to bang with Drummond. Drummond's obviously more athletic. Um, But what he's really going to do is he's going to keep Drummond out 30 feet from the basket. Uh, Because Lopez just camps out there and three balls now, which is funny, easily one of the funniest transitions in the league. Uh, He's like turned into like, the new Channing Fry. It's hilarious. It's yeah. very funny. From you know what Channing Fry just started launching threes that one year, and everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, but Channing Fry, Channing time. Fry was always kind of a little bit of a perimeter guy. Brooke Lopez was. was always just a pound of pain back to the basket guy. <laughs> right. So it's been a quite the transition for me. My X factor for Milwaukee, and again for these series, I'm looking a little bit more forward for Milwaukee than I am just this series. Uh, but it's going to be Bledsoe. They really have limited guard depth, and so they're going to need Bledsoe to be better than he was last year in the playoffs. 
deep when we start really deep garden yeah you know for me mvp <laughs> obviously giannis i think uh, you're probably going to agree uh if you listen to the toronto episode we did i said the same thing so i'm gonna say it again now my prediction is this playoff is going to be a legacy defining one for giannis and Kawhi. i'm more interested in comparing how dominant they each are in round one every single game matters in this battle of legacies so go dominate have this over quick give me the 26 10 and 8 Giannis that i've been seeing all season and fucking shove it down detroit's throat how much better you are than they are i want to see it um well we kind of did the watch in this series uh, and you can let me let me know what you think on this um, I actually think Sterling Brown is going to be an interesting guy to watch. And um, Brogdon Roll, who's out. Um, and that's a real loss for Milwaukee. It hasn't been talked about a ton, but Brogdon is, has turned in a very good year this year. Um, and Sterling Brown uh, has stepped in, um, stepped in well when he's not being harassed by Milwaukee. <laughs> you know? Um, but he's he stepped in actually pretty well. I actually early on here. Um, if he can just be efficient um, and show that he's a threat uh, and play that Brogdon role well, because I actually think he's capable of doing that. Um, I, Milwaukee really needs that because they don't want to be playing Tony Snell thirty minutes. I actually totally agree with that. I think we it's know a great point. Goes. Right, <laughs> we, we've seen that enough. Um, but right, I, I think that that's a really great point. I. Uh, I think he's going to need to play well. I think he has the upside to be able to do it, though. I think Sterling Brown is a good enough player to be able to be successful in a Brogdon-type role. I don't think he has any more. Like I don't think you could expand him anymore, and I think the one place they're going to miss Brogdon is that in certain games, if somebody else isn't going, Brogdon had the ability to expand his basic role and play a little bit better. I think we saw that at times this year where – they asked him to do a little bit more than he had been doing, and he stepped up capably. That's going to be where Sterling Brown might falter, but I think he can fill the base role of what Brogdon brought to them. And actually, I should clarify, Tony Snell's actually been ruled out probably for game one too, so they're even there uh, at guard. So Brown's going to have to play. Have to play but, but again... A lot of George Hill, too, I think is going to be... But, but again series but again these these guys it's it's early it's not going to really matter in this series and and I, I, it's a nice tune up for them because Detroit's backcourt is atrocious uh, you know yeah it is it's it's probably the worst backcourt that maybe worst backcourt of any team in the playoffs I think I think even I would take Orlando's backcourt over them I don't know what you think um, yeah so that's actually a great transition because my X factor for Detroit is actually Reggie Jackson. And my advice here is try not to suck. Bobby Schmurda, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about Reggie Jackson. He's just under. Try not to suck. That's, that's all I got to say. Try not to suck. I will say they have probably my favorite backup point guard in the NBA and Smith behind him. Um, 
who just is the most remarkably solid backup guard in the NBA. I, I, he's, a, he's another role player, player I just like unreasonably a lot, you know? Uh, but, but this guy, he's just like the, the guy you turn on and you like 15 minutes, like somebody's, like when, uh, when the starting point guard's out and he has to play 40 minutes, you watch Ish Smith and you're like, but but he's but he's yeah good, but you know he's he's an but, NBA yeah but he player. but he is very much the definition of a rotational player because every time if you he cannot expand into a starter he, and so no, you cannot ask you him to do that because that is not his game and I think that's honestly Reggie Jackson's biggest problem is if Reggie Jackson had stayed as tried to be the sixth guy, sixth guy off the bench if, if Reggie Jackson had just tried to be Patty Mills. I think he'd be such a more useful player, but he just sucks. For Detroit's MVP for me, uh, it's easy. They, they'll need Blake to outplay Giannis. Simple as that. If they want to win any of these games, it's going to need to be because Blake had an insane game and outplayed Giannis. And Blake's hurt. Uh, I think he's questionable now for game one. So I agree. Blake's going to have to have an insane series. And I just don't think it's, I don't think that's really. Honestly, it kind of, it kind of sucks as a matchup for Detroit because in almost any other series, you can make the argument that Blake Griffin at times might be able to be the best player on the floor. Just not against this team. This, like, this is the one guy he's against. This is his worst matchup. Toronto would have been an interesting matchup for Detroit because 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 as good as Kawhi is, like, Kawhi just doesn't wouldn't be able to defend Blake Griffin the whole game because Blake's bigger. He's too big, right? And Siakam, quite honestly, is actually too skinny to defend. Well, well, he could weigh out play Siakam to the point where it's such an advantage for Detroit that they could win games. So you know, if you listen to right. our other YouTube short that I did when we talked about the Magic in Toronto, one of the things I said was, you know, I think all the top teams lucked into all their best matchups. And this is an, such a good example of it because this is Detroit's worst matchup. Milwaukee allows the least points per game in the paint all year long. So Drummond and Blake, their, their two biggest weapons, are largely ineffective because Milwaukee's biggest strength is defending. And then their best player, who's really, really fucking good, is just going to end up having to play a better player. I agree. Um... So for X Factor, what do you got here? I mean, Milwaukee in four. Four easy ones. Again, I'm, with you. I'm I, interested. I, I will say there's, I'm, there's one thing I really want to see in this series. And I, I don't – I want to hear what you think. Because the only thing I could think of when I saw this was Don Baker revenge. And I don't know about you, but I could see – Don hit the three block a shot going nuts game where they're down by 15. Then like fumbled. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Don Baker no. revenge game. 